want to continue preaching from the series of Living in Balance, Living in Balance, Living in Balance. This week, uh, I want to deal with balancing time, 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 your time, your time, your time, your time, how we handle time, 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 time. Uh, and so I want to look several scriptures here that I'll probably refer to, but I had to pick one. So I want to look at Esther. <laughs> uh, I don't know if this is the best one, but uh, we will go with it. And so I want to look at Esther, uh, the uh, fourth chapter, 13, 14 verse. I want you to follow it. If you could please stand for the read of God's word. He sent back, reasons follows, he sent back this answer. Do not think that because you are in the king's house, you alone of all the Jews will escape. If you remain silent at this time, relief and deliverance for the Jews will arise from another place. But you and your father's family will perish. Who knows but that you have come to your royal position for such a time as this. May the Lord add a blessing to the reader and hearers of this word. Time. 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 Ooh, how we balance our time. wonder what would happen if we had to give an account immediately right now for our, our time. I wonder if we had someone come in and audit our time. Um, what, it, what will it reveal? Mm, have you ever thought about investigating your time and auditing your time to honestly see how much time you spent here, here, or here? Ooh, I don't know. Maybe you wouldn't want to know that, huh? Our time, our time. Uh, this is Black History Month, and one of the things that I would like to do is, even as I'm preaching this series, is to incorporate a few uh, things that represent Black History Month. And so I thought, because I was going to quote a poem uh, from this gentleman, I'd read who he was, a little bit about who he is. Benjamin Mays, Benjamin Mays. Does anybody know who Benjamin Mays, Dr. Benjamin Mays is? Mm. Ah, okay, Dr. Benjamin Mays. Dr. Benjamin Mays uh, was an African-American Baptist minister and civil rights leader, watch this, who is credited with laying the intellectual foundations of the civil rights movement. Let me just make this real brief. Dr. Mays is the spiritual father of Martin Luther King, Jr. Dr. Mays uh, was the president of Morehouse College, <laughs> who shaped Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr. Dr. Mays did the eulogy for Martin Luther King, Jr. That's how influential 
he was in his life, it was Dr. Benjamin Mays. He is an exceptional, uh, has been a, an, an exceptional leader, contributed heavily to the civil rights movement intellectually. And so uh, I just wanted to share with you who Dr. Benjamin Mays was, because maybe some of us, I thought, uh, would not know him. And so as I quote his poem that some of you may be familiar with, because it is a popular poem that I have used throughout the years uh, over and over again. Um, Dr. May said in this poem, I have only just a minute, only 60 seconds in it. Forced upon me, can't refuse it, didn't seek it, didn't choose it. But it's up to me to use it. I must suffer if I lose it, give account if I abuse it, just a tiny little minute, but eternity is in it. Mm, wow. That's Dr. Benjamin Mays. Anybody heard that poem before? Amen. Small, sweet poem, but listen to the words. I have only just a minute, only 60 seconds in it. Forced upon me, can't refuse it, didn't seek it, didn't choose it, but it's up to me to use it. I must suffer if I lose it, give account if I abuse it. Just a tiny little minute, but eternity is in it. <laughs> uh, we must live our lives with an eternity perspective. Uh, let me say that again. You must live your life with an eternity perspective. Eternity really is in every minute. It really is in every minute. Built into your existence, built into who you are, built into what God has created. Eternity, how many of you know that the realities of our physical existence now tie to uh, what all God is attempting to do? And so in a real sense, when he created everything that with all creation, God had a plan in mind and all of it comes kind of together. So therefore, as we look at those eternal things and heaven itself, heaven and what God has created physically is tied. And so therefore, uh, we hear in every minute there is eternity in it because <laughs> it all connects. How many of you know and believe that? Amen. That it all connects. What if we live like we had time to do everything? Mm. What if you live like you had enough time to do everything? Someone has said that the most precious gift that we're given is what? Time. Mm. What we do with our time does matter. I think the most important important element in balancing time is to learn how to live in the present. Let me say that again. To learn how to live in the present. Watch this. If 
Eternity is in every minute, then I need to live in that minute. <laughs> I, because if I am connected to eternal things within the context of that minute, then there is something powerful in that minute. So every minute of my life should be cherished because somehow the minute comes and derives. The minute of that time and moment comes from my God who sits in heaven. And so therefore I need to what? Respect and learn to love and cherish every single minute of my life. What if you could just reach a point to where you would that you began to understand the power of the minute. That in every minute, there's something to shout about. In every minute, there's something to rejoice about. In every minute, every time it goes, the clock goes and 67 seconds comes around, you ought to just be thanking God and praising God because just in that minute, you just got to experience eternity. <laughs> What if that was your perspective in life? That God, I give you glory just for the minute I just left, lived. Every minute, every minute, eternity. What if it mattered? What if it really mattered that we learn to live in the present? See, I believe sometimes some folk are just too deep in the past. Some, too many folk get stuck in the past. Some folk that's still living in 1950. Praise the Lord. Ain't changed. 1950. Do everything like it's still 1950. Same 1950 mindset. Nothing changed. And then and then you have some folk, they 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 just all the way in the future. They so deep in the future. Ain't no good for the present. They just right here in the future. They just they just dream all they 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 walking just days, dreaming all the time. Don't bring anything to fruition, just dream all the time. Always talking about what they gonna what they gonna do, but don't do nothing. I know y'all don't know anybody like that, right? Isn't it amazing? You have folk either stuck way over here in the pants. Everything they all their conversation about what was. Y'all know I was I was bad high school football. I was quarterback. Peak of their life was quarterback when they were six, 17 years old in high school, and ain't nothing ever got any better because they still what? They still a 17 year old quarterback in high school. Praise the Lord. Y'all don't want me to preach this right here. Stuck. Stuck in the pants are those that always dreaming, 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 but don't bring anything, anything to fruition. No. But the minute, the minute, the present, where is, what are you doing with your time in the present? Look, look, see, you, you, you just say somebody around you, come out of the past and get out of the future 
and start living in your presence. Woo! Wow! Y'all don't get anything else out of this sermon. I already gave you something just right there. <laughs> we have to live in this moment. We have to live in this moment. It's what you do today that matters the most. It matters the most. It's how you respond to the things of today. It's knowing that my today does connect with my tomorrow. It's, 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 it's that becomes, uh, you know, it's the $20 that I saved today that has something to do with my retirement tomorrow. Yes. Uh, but, but I can't just wish and stay in the future before I see myself being a millionaire. <laughs> How you going to get here if you ain't putting the $20 or the $100 away? Today. Oh, y'all don't want me to preach this. So, so the decisions you make today uh, affect your tomorrow. But we have to live in this particular moment. We have to utilize our time in this moment. So we have to live in this one. I love the songwriter. Songwriter said, uh, "This just came from my spirit." You know, the, your grace. And your mercy brought me through. Look, I love that second one. I'm living in this moment. But all because of you. Uh, I just, I want to thank you and praise you too. Because your grace and your mercy brought me through. Uh, but everything in that, in, in, in that verse is hinged on what? I'm living <laughs> in this moment. I just wish I had some folk that was willing to live in the moment right now. <laughs> just this moment right now. Eh? God, I, I just want to praise you right now. I just want to love you right now. This moment because what? Eternity is in this moment. <laughs> Uh, see, we, we, we balance our time when we understand the preciousness of the moment. God, when we get that every moment is a blessed moment, that every moment is worth celebrating. <laughs> look, 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 you don't have, watch this, watch this, I'm going to mess with you now. You don't have a bad moment, a minute. What, what do you mean, preacher? Because... Look, look, I'm not saying bad things don't happen. But your moment that you lived is a blessed moment. God. Did, did you get that? <laughs> so every time the clock turns and goes around 60 seconds, don't you know you were blessed? Matter of fact, you wouldn't have a bad experience if you didn't have the moment. So the moment came... The moment was of your blessing to even experience the bad situation. So you still blessed in the moment. Because <laughs> I just got 60 seconds. I just got 60 seconds. God gave me another 60 seconds. Uh, and it's worth something. God's time, the time that God has given me is worth something. And so I praise him just for that 60 seconds. 
live in the moment, we live in the moment. There is no other era for you to live in now. It's this particular moment. You can't go back. <sighs> I mean, y'all thought about what if I could go back? You can't go back. You can't go back. There is no going back. <laughs> And, 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 and you know, so you have to live in that moment. As a matter of fact, you, you, you can't balance your time if you don't live in the moment. You can't have balance of time if you don't live in the moment. What we do in this moment matters. So we have to live in it. I think it's critical because we have to live in the present. I said last week, I said last week, that, that once again, your future, your future we are to, it's the future of what we hope for that affects the present that we live in that gives context, context to our past. Uh, so, 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 but we have to live in this particular moment. So what do I do now matters? It was Queen Esther, Queen Esther, who had risen Esther, who had risen to be queen, and, 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 and her cousin, her cousin Mordecai, her cousin, Mordecai is her cousin actually, but he becomes like a father to her because she lost her parents, but he's actually her cousin. And so Mordecai um, challenges her because she is elevated to a position of being queen. So Mordecai challenges her because Mordecai hears that there's a plot that to destroy the Jews. And so in her royal position, in her position of power, Mordecai comes and says, look, uh, understand, if you don't do something, um, you know, hey, God's going to give an account and that God is going to handle this, but deliverance for the Jews will come. So Mordecai says, Who's to say that you are, have not been elevated for, to this position for such a time as this? For such a time as this. For such a time as this. We are on watch, church. Uh, I want you to understand that you, this is your time, this is your era to be God's people. <laughs> This is your minute, and eternity is in it. So the question is, what are you doing with your time? Because how we use our time truly matters. I read uh, just this week uh, an article about, uh, some of you may remember, uh, Sam Thompson. Yeah, I remember Sam. He was a reporter, an anchor. Uh, an ABC News anchor for years and years, and he endorsed uh, Bloomberg. Uh, and so, uh, <clears throat> and this is what Donaldson said. I'm just reading you, and I have a reason for doing this. I'm not trying to affirm what he said, or it is not, I'm using it in, in a particular context. Uh, uh, Donaldson, he, he acknowledged how it's working as a working reporter in Washington for 52 years, he had never given money to a candidate, he says, or registered to a political party. But this is what he said, but times had changed. 
And now he felt compelled to act because we are in the grip, he says, of a sick, ignorant man. <laughs> I'm just reading what Donaldson said, okay? <laughs> he says he's mean, he's corrupt, and if we don't get this right, we may lose the things that have made this country the best place to live in the world. And that shining city on the hill that Ronald Reagan used to talk about, which was the envy of the world, he added. Look, once again, I don't, I don't quote this as an affirmation to his statement or anything like that, but rather as a reference to how this man responds. Because he says, I've never done this before. Listen to what he says. He's never chosen a political party, you know, advocated for or against a, a, a political candidate. But he says the, the power, and what I'm pointing to is what he said, but the time is requiring it for me. The time, the time has come. There, there, there are some things that require your time today. <laughs> there, there are some things that require you to look outside of yourself today. God, I wish I had somebody in here. Because it's so amazing how we can just focus on us, live in our silos and think it's all about us. It ain't all about you. There are some things that are requiring your time. Uh, when I look at the landscape of what's happening with the educational system in America, in your local community, there are some things that require your time. When I look at our children and what they need today, uh, matter of fact, I was in the barbershop yesterday and we started talking about how ethics and mores, morale, morals are shaped today. I mean, you know, and, the, and one of the barbers was saying, well, it's the church, it's the church. I said, no, it ain't the church. We ain't shaping nothing today. It's the environment and the context in which people live because half of the time folk don't even come to church anymore. So it ain't the church that's shaping the ethics today. More than likely, it's your families and, and family systems and friends that really influence your ethics and your, 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 your moral values. It's the context and your environment. It ain't just really the church today that's shaping that. I, here's what I mean. The church ought to be. But let's look at reality. Watch this, watch this. I'm finna mess with somebody now. How many kids and children you see? Oh, it got quiet in here. No, 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 y'all not getting me. How we gonna shake something if they ain't in here? <laughs> Look around. <laughs> How many you see in here? Right. Ain't nothing in here to shape. <laughs> so, so no, it ain't the church. 
I'm not saying that the church shouldn't play a significant role in doing that. What I'm saying is the reality is not the church right now. They're getting it everywhere else. They're getting it out in the street. They're getting it from each other. They're getting it in every place but what? Right here. So the question is, what are we doing with our minutes? Because what? Eternity is in it. <laughs> how we respond, how we respond, how we respond. There are some things requiring your time. There's some children that need your time. There's some, there's some equal and uh, equitable, there's, there's, there's racial equity that needs to be worked on that needs your time. There is simply, there is somebody around you that needs your time. There's hope is calling you. Somebody, you don't you know you are the bearers of hope when everybody else feels like there is no hope. You are the bearers of hope. There, there is something that some people around you that need your minute. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. It needs your minute. Allow me to submit that it's always the right time. Watch this to use your time. As a matter of fact, the Bible says, use it wisely. Yeah. Ephesians 5, 15 and 16 says, I love this scripture, I love this verse. It says, be careful then how you live. Not as unwise, but as wise. Making the most of every opportunity. Or some translations, making the most of your time because the days are what? Evil. I believe God has built in, here's what I want you to understand. I believe God has built in enough time for us to do good at all times. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Let me say that again. God has built in enough time for you to do good at all times. You always have enough time to do good. Don't ever believe that you don't have the time to do the, the right thing, the good thing. Yes, you do because God has already built it in. You have enough time to seek God. You have enough time to do God's will. You have enough time. Matter of fact, the Bible says, seek ye first what? The kingdom of God and his righteousness. And then God will what? Add. You have enough time. It's, it's, it's far too often we just flip the, the verse. We so busy trying to add. That's seek. We always want to add. <laughs> we spend more time trying to add. And what, what? So, so therefore, you trying to do what God said that he would do. So you out of order. And that's why you spend so much time. And you always talking about, oh, Lord, I don't have enough time. Because you keep trying to add and do what God said that God would do. Whew. Man, y'all don't want me to preach this this morning. I'm just preaching balancing your time, balancing time. Uh, Simon, uh, Solomon captures the point. Well, I love what Solomon, Solomon, y'all know what he says. Solomon says, uh, there's time for everything and a season uh, for everything under heaven. <laughs> That's what Solomon says. He says, there's time for every single thing. <laughs> it's already all I'm trying to say it's already built in it's already been, already built in you have enough time you just need to balance what you have 
That's all. For this is our moment in time to manage the time we have been given. You have the time to do good because good is already built into your life. Wait a minute, some, oh, memo. You didn't know that? Did you not know that? Good is already built into your life? Watch it. You ain't got to seek it. Ooh, somebody in here sees you. Somebody should be shouting right now. You keep looking for the good, but good is already built in. Ooh, it's already built in. What are you talking about, preacher? What are you talking about? That Look, look, look. You have, look, he says he's made everything. Look, I love this. He says he's made everything beautiful in his time. He has also set eternity in the human heart. And yet... No one can fathom what God has done from beginning to end. Amen. It's already built in. Yeah. It's built in. You have enough time to love because God has already built it in. Good is already built in. Need you to understand that. It's already, matter of fact, Joshua, I'm getting ahead of myself, but Joshua 1 and 8, he says, look, 1 and 8 says this. It says that, uh, he says to John, keep this book of law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Some translations say you will have good success. Because good is already built into my life. I, ain't got, I don't have to seek it. I don't have to look for it. What I have to do is seek God. And when I seek God, God will manifest the good that's supposed to happen in my life. If I give him my what? Time. My time. My time. So, therefore, you know what? I fix my eyes on what is seen. Uh, not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. Since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. That's the problem. That's 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 Second Corinthians, Corinthians four and eighteen. That's the problem. The eyes are always fixed on what what we can see. We we give our attention to what we can see. <sighs> Y'all, we are some show me people. We, we give our time to what we see. But that's counterproductive and counter to what God says. God says what? To what is unseen. To things what? Eternal. I've got to focus on the eternal things. And that's the problem. You always seem like you're running out of time because you're always focused on what? things you can see. We balance our time when we switch, when we begin to live from an eternal perspective, understanding that, God, I know you have my back. So therefore, God, I'm just going to focus on your will wherever you lead me. I know you're awesome enough and you're great enough and you're powerful enough to handle the things around. Matter of fact, God, I trust you with my life. Matter of fact, watch this. God, you gave me time, and watch this, and I give it back to you. The blessing you gave me, I give back to you. I give you my time. Because God, I can't do this myself. 
So I render my time to you. In other words, we once again, we focus on things eternal, not temporal. We have to spend time on the eternal in order to experience the balance in time. Which means you can't focus on getting the next house. Amen, somebody. The next car. Amen, somebody. The next promotion. The next job. Next vacation. Matter of fact, far too often, God bless you with a promotion and you're already looking at the next thing before you even start working on this thing. This ain't where I want to be. <laughs> Your eyes are already down the road and you had not even fulfilled the requirements of what it takes for where you are. <laughs> we balance time when we begin to what? We, we must do the things in the moment. Don't you know you are where you're supposed to be, where God wants you to be, and there's a reason that you're there, and God is looking to you to, to, to use your time in that moment. Amen. We, we always, we're on the next vacation. Matter of fact, some of us ain't even been on this vacation and we two vacations down talking about I'm going to Paris you need to first get to Paris, Texas yeah, 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 I missed that you don't have the money to get to Paris, Texas but you're going to Paris Figure out how to get the money to go to Paris, Texas, before you start dreaming about Paris in Italy. Y'all want me to preach this? That, that, that's how we live in the moment. You gotta figure out if, if 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 you can't get to Paris, Texas, figure out that's the step in the moment. Let me figure out how to get to Paris, Texas first. Then I work on what? The other parents. Credit so messed up. Let me stop. Y'all want me to get real in here. Gotta figure out how to manage your time and your resources, the things that God has right now in your life. Look, I don't say this, I don't say this to, to, to talk about you, I say this to help you. Yes. We have to, it, because look, here's what I've come to understand, what God has for you is for you. It's already built in. That there are things that are built in. But you have to learn how to do things in the minute, in the moment, in the present, in order to get to the future things that God has for you. They are there. That's what I'm trying to say to you. They're there. But you've got to make better use of your time in the present in order to get to those things. God has already said what Jeremiah 29 11 I know the plans 
I have for you. Not to harm you, but for you to what? Prosper. Ooh, I, I don't know about y'all, but I receive that. I receive that. I receive that. That God has a plan for me to prosper. That God has a plan for me. He already see, He says, I know the plan. I don't have to create my plan because God already has what? My plan. I just need to stay close to him. I just need to give him my time because he'll reveal his plan and allow him to lead me. So I don't have to figure it out. I don't have to try to add it because it's already a part of my life and his plan. So I just need to give him my time. That's how I balance my time, by giving him my time because I figured out a long time ago, I can't balance my time. But I know somebody <laughs> who can handle it all, <laughs> who's more than able uh, to do exceedingly abundantly above all that I could ask. I wish I could get a witness in this place. So I spend my time on him by allowing God to handle my everything. Uh, he says, cast your cares. <laughs> upon me <laughs> uh, my yoke <laughs> is easy <laughs> and my burden <laughs> is light <laughs> my wants they're yours God how many of y'all know that my wants they're yours God <laughs> uh, you know my wants Lord how many of you know that he said that? That's I'm, I'm, I'm in Bible country he said the Lord is my shepherd <laughs> what I shall <laughs> not want <laughs> So my wants, God, I just give them over to you. I ain't trying to go look for them, God. I give my wants over to you. That's what I do with my time. My needs, my needs, Lord. You said in your word that you would supply all my needs. So I give over my needs to you, Lord. And matter of fact, when my enemies come against me, you told me that the battle is yours. So I give every enemy over to you. I ain't got time for them. I don't have time to be getting in nobody's face. I don't have time to be cussing nobody out. I don't have time for all of that. But I know how to get on my knees <laughs> and begin to give you my time. So handle my lightweight, Lord. Handle all these people around me. I can't give them my time. Watch this church because my time is precious. Don't you know your time is too valuable for mess? God, I wish I had somebody 